Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Thanks for listening today, and we hope you enjoy. All right, Austin. Good to see you. Uh, Good to see you, Wes. I want to talk about what it looks like to be realistic and focused. We're, we're leading the refuge ministry, and we're, we're surrounded by people that are trying to develop a new pattern for their life that's healthy and that's forward focused and that's that leads to healthy lasting change that's what we're here doing that's what we're trying to model ourselves Um, i'm interacting with the staff and with a lot of people around me and coaching some alumni and of the refuge and talking from some of the men in the refuge and you're you're leading the residential team at the refuge and um what we're surrounded by are people that are stuck in patterns of addiction, right? Typically with um, drugs and alcohol. And I want to talk about like what it looks like to be realistic and focused around change and around goals. Because what, what we've noticed is, and the guys are listening to this now, and so I want, what I want you guys to hear is just it's definite there's two paths right there's there's a lot of short-term treatment centers opening all over the place all over ohio and there is a path that is harder and there's a path that is easier and i think this is kind of a good metaphor for life even you know there's there's even the metaphor the scripture uses about like a narrow road and and a wide road and i think even in recovery there's a simple way but it kind of keeps people in this pattern of chaos and there's a hard way that can lead to lasting change, but it's going to take, it's going to take some stuff, you know, and what I want to try to do is offer some hope. I think in this podcast that like you can change, but it's going to require something of you. And so when we think about being realistic and focused, what I want to start with is just, if you're stuck, this is including me, but really all of us, like if we're stuck in an unhealthy pattern, it's going to take five things. It's going to take grit. It's going to take intentionality. It's going to take community. It's going to take honesty and it's going to take grace to get through it. Did you say those again? Those it's are good. It's going to take grit, which grit is just like tenacity to not freaking give up. Intentionality. It's not just, listen, I heard somebody say this uh, this morning, and I think it's so good. One of my coaches, my mentors, Andrew, he said, you know, problems don't age well. No, they don't. If you don't address them, they don't, they don't age well. They just get worse. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Intentionality, meaning like your life's not going to change by osmosis. If you're going to change, it's going to mean you're going to have to work for it. Okay. Um, thirdly, community, you're not going to be able to change alone. If you're in an unhealthy pattern, it's not going to change without other people. Fourthly, it's going to take honesty. Listen, the truth hurts, but the truth doesn't harm. The truth actually sets you free. So Uh, that's good. That needs to be said again. Truth hurts. Truth hurts. It does not harm. It actually sets you free. Yep. But it'll hurt because, man, we got to get honest about who we are and where we're at. And when we're stuck, sometimes what, we're, what we also are is we're in denial and we're making excuses. 
and we're blaming other people and other things whenever really we need to look at ourselves in the mirror and just be freaking honest. And then fifthly, grace. (laughs) What I love about the gospel of Christ is that Jesus came filled with grace. He embodied grace. Grace is goodness towards those that only deserve punishment. Man, what a picture. I deserve punishment because I'm a fool, but, but Jesus is offering me goodness. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we got to recognize that in, in the midst of all this is grace. So if we're stuck in an unhealthy pattern, it's going to take grit. It's going to take intentionality. It's going to take community. It's going to take honesty and it's going to take grace to get through it. And where my mind goes when I think of all those things is like, we got to slow down because we see a lot of people at the refuge um, making life changing decisions so quickly. Yeah. You have the urge to use heroin and you just go do it knowing this might kill you or you leave because someone offended you or you leave because you have this urge and it's like, these are life changing ultimately decisions that we, you know, we got to slow down and we got to not give up. And I'm going to say a few more things and I want to hear from you, but I'm saying all this to just kind of set this up. I'm going to try to throw a lot out there and then, and then we can just kind of, you know, riff on it for a while and then we'll be done. But I think God is pretty realistic. You know, if we're talking today about being realist, realistic and focused. I think God is realistic. He doesn't ask us to become wholly different than where we are, than what we are. He asks us to repent. You know, I think sometimes when we think of God, we think of like this, this um, absentee landlord is how I've heard people say it. Just he's, he's totally disconnected from our experiences and he doesn't really care. And he's, he's asking us to do things that we don't really want to do. And he's really harsh. That's not the picture that the Bible gives. The Bible gives this picture of a God who relentlessly pursues broken people, despite the fact that we keep messing up over and over again. And I think God's really realistic about how we change because he made us in his image. Like he doesn't ask us to become completely different people. He asks us to repent. And our broken patterns will be hard to change completely. So God calls us to repentance. And I love the definition that Cliff and Jen brought at our, at our staff training a couple weeks ago. Um, they defined repentance as coming home to God's love and my capacity for trust. Man, what an invitation, right? We think you think you hear repentance and you think like, oh, don't do it. And it's like, man, this, this idea of repentance being a coming home to God's love. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part two in our conversation. We'll see you then.